Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, welcome to Architecting. It is so great to be here with you today, and I have such an exciting announcement. We are at the end of the year. We are taking inventory on everything that's happened. We're thinking about what we want to happen in 2022, but as you know, most New Year's resolutions only last between two and six weeks, which is why. I am doing a stressless success three-day workshop January 18th through 20th. That's right, it's three days. And the intent of this is that you make a commitment to show up live with me for 45 minutes, three days in a row, that we work through together the myths about what it takes to be successful what success is really all about and what it means. Because I know you, if you are part of this community, you have ambition, you have drive, you have passion, and you are giving everything your all, all the time. Which also means you are dealing with overwhelm and stress and burnout as you try to be all things to all people and live your best life. We're going to unpack why that happens, how to start implementing different practices in your life so you can move past that need to tick the boxes on the checklist, be in the rut of always doing, 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 and instead to start directing your day so you get the things that really matter to you because that's what success is, right? And you do it with grace and with ease, and it is possible. It is possible. This is my story. I am a recovering (laughs) stressed puppy. I'm gonna share what I do, and I do it every day because it is a practice, but it makes such a difference, and it has opened so many doors for me. So there is a link in the show notes to sign up. It is a completely free three-day workshop, and I am so excited to spend this time live with you working through these issues, building that collective energy and that supportive community. You can also go to architectingpodcast.com and sign up there. We are getting to the end of December and the end of the year. A lot of the times at this point, we are sort of in a reverie. We are thinking through, taking stock, making sense, synthesizing. What I wanted to spend a little time, since you're already probably in that spirit, is to do 
what I call an energy inventory. So we do plenty of inventory of our accomplishments, of our goals, of ticking the boxes. Are we meeting our goals? What kind of timelines do we have? Where are the milestones? But we don't take stock of our energy. As you know, if you study physics, everything, whether it is solid matter, liquid plasma, if you break it down to the smallest particles, what is it? It is energy. It is electricity. Our energy is like a current. It flows through us. It needs to move. So when we get stuck in old ruts and old habits, our energy gets really stale and stagnant and we stop seeing possibilities and being open to new ideas and having a sense of fun and playfulness and adventure. And when our energy is frenetic and stressed out and all over the place, we feel exhausted, scattered, unclear, and unfocused. Whichever category you find yourself falling into, whether it's stagnant energy or frenetic energy, I want to help you get in the flow today. How we're going to do that is I want you to think about a typical day, a typical week. Where do you go? What do you do? What's your morning routine? How do you spend the work day? What's going on with any extracurricular things you might be involved in or your family might be involved in? Who are you taking care of? What are you responsible for doing? And then I want you to ask, once you've got that sort of sense, that inventory of how you're spending your energy, are you spending it, and this is a big one, in the right places? And I know your first response is probably going to be, yeah, yeah, I am. And if I were to say, how do you know? A lot of people answer that question by telling me what they have to do, where their obligations lie. And this is where I'm going to push your buttons because I'm going to ask you to think about all of those obligations that you have and whether or not you can say no to any of them. Because we really have to say, what does success look like for me? And there is a core answer that universally applies to everyone. We have success when we live in joy. How do we live in joy? It means we don't fear scarcity. We don't compete with other people. We're not constantly in judgment. And we have abundance in our lives. But it starts with living in joy. That is the core of all success. You can tell me you want to get a raise or a promotion and you can get those things and be just as exhausted, just as burned out as you are today. The accomplishments can be hollow and empty if they're not attuned to you living in joy. When we don't do this, when we don't live in joy, we are not regenerating our energy. We're depleting ourselves. We're draining ourselves. We're dragging ourselves across the finish line. Ugh, you know, how many times have you felt that? Where you just 
drank a pot of coffee at six in the evening so you could work late into the night because you just had to get something done. Or you got up super early to take your kid to swim practice and you're just always dragging yourself across that finish line. Getting that dopamine hit that is so addictive from saying, against all odds, look at the heroics I managed to pull off to get whatever the thing is done. And we never stop to say, was it worth it? And that's what I want to invite you to do today. Because that addiction we have to proving ourselves to accomplishing something with nothing, to against all odds pulling it off, dragging ourselves across the finish line, to bragging about how hard we work or how tired we are or how much we have to do is tied to perfectionism. And it's a busyness trap we get into to distract ourselves from truly living our best life. Remember I asked you, what can you not do? And probably have all the reasons why you can't not do anything. Those reasons are tied to fear. Fear of disappointing someone. Fear of getting fired. Fear of not meeting expectations. But they're not tied to alignment with yourself and your beliefs. They're not tied to being essential to your joy. How do we move past procrastinating on the things we really want to do? The dreams in our hearts, the things we love, the things we've pinched off like when you kink a garden hose. How do we let go of the fear and stop procrastinating And I would argue that the things we consume our time with, the busy work of it all, whether it's running errands, logging through the details of getting a project done, those are the things you know you can do. Do you ever notice when you need to do something that gives you a lot of discomfort? Like maybe you want to write a speaking proposal to submit to a conference and not really comfortable with doing it. So what do you do? You procrastinate. How do you procrastinate? You don't procrastinate by watching TV. You procrastinate by suddenly deciding you need to dust or it, it's always some mundane tasks that you decide you need to do so that you don't have to focus on the thing. And the reason you do that is because The thing you feel uncomfortable with has scared you. So you're seeking the things where there is proficiency, where you don't have to think about it, where you know you can do a good job. And you're using that to be too busy to do the things that really matter to you. So procrastination at its heart is really about feeling a sense of unworthiness. We don't know if we're going to succeed. Maybe we even think it's arrogant or overly ambitious to even try. So we put it off. How do we get past that? How do we 
as we want to have resolutions, as we want to think about moving into 22, going strong, what derails us every time is that we don't feel worthy of the goals that we set and the expectations we put on ourselves. So I want you to try writing down something you really want to do without judgment, the first thing that comes to your head. And maybe it's not even career related, and that's okay. And then I want you to think about the feeling you would have doing that thing. Maybe it's going for two weeks to a spa all by yourself. This has been a long-standing fantasy of mine. I'm just detoxing, being completely pampered, being completely focused on self-care, being able to completely unplug. But what would that make me feel? What it would make me feel is taken care of. Like I didn't have the pressure of all these responsibilities. Like all the chatter and demands on my time could be temporarily suspended. So how could I hook into that feeling today? How could I start to feel that weight of expectation and responsibility lift so that I can have that fun and get that energy momentum? Because remember, the energy that we have builds momentum. And when our momentum is towards self-doubt, criticism, fears, self-consciousness, That's where the momentum gathers. And we start to see, because that's what we've asked our brain to pay attention to, all the ways we can't do things. We start to draw to us all the people that are going to doubt us vocally, all the ways that we can be challenged. On the other hand, when we think about enjoying what we want and what that feels like, we start to see how it can be possible. We start to come across things in our awareness, whether it's an article that we read or an email that we get or someone we meet that inspire us, that show us how we can. And that momentum keeps on building. We start to be able to take action moving toward our goals And the more action we take, the better we feel about it. And therefore, the more and more momentum that we get. That's the turning point. Hooking into what feels good to you and finding ways to feel that way today. Move beyond that whole misalignment that achievement and worth are connected. That if you don't do the thing, you must not be good enough. It's not true at all. Maybe you don't want to do the thing. Maybe the thing isn't what you're all about. Or maybe you tried the thing and it's going to take multiple tries before you're good at it. That you didn't get the outcome, that you didn't get the result has nothing to do with your potential or whether you'll ever get there. It just means that you're in process with it. Part of that is who we choose to spend time with. If you are around your critical mother-in-law, your boss who always wants to find fault, 
a coworker who's always complaining, your best friend who loves to give the litany of how busy she is and how overwhelmed she is every day. What is that going to do to your energy? What is that going to do to your belief, your courage, because it takes courage to try something new, to believe you can, even if you've never tried it before and you're scared to death? Please, please, please minimize your contact with the people that are energy vampires to you. When you do have to be around them, stop them when they launch into their story and understand that it is not about you. It is about them. It is about their story. Instead, look for people who will mirror your aspirations. Even if it's listening to podcasts like this one that lift your spirit, watching a movie that makes you feel good. I mean, if you don't have the people in your life right now, go seek it in terms of media, but surround yourself with those who will be positive to you, whether they are virtual mentors or real life flesh and blood people that you can interact with one-on-one. Find those positive people to hang around. Find five of them. And make sure every week you are spending time with those five people. Uplifting yourself. Motivating yourself. Feeling good about yourself. Believing you can, not that you can't. Feeling like you can be encouraged to try something new. Like when you fail, it's okay. Just being able to talk to someone about something that went wrong can give you different perspective. I had an experience recently where I was contacted by a publicist who had kind of headhunted me and the scout thought there was promise in what we're doing in the architecting community and scheduled a meeting with the agent. Well, the agent was this crotchety older man who didn't have any familiarity with anything I had done, had done zero research, and just started asking me questions, cutting me off while I was answering them, criticizing my response, and then lecturing me on how I didn't have clarity on what I was doing. And it felt really bad. It felt like I blew it. Right, like, oh my God, this was such an opportunity to really make this community more visible, to help more people, to strengthen the networks within the community because more and more people are a part of it. And ugh, I let everyone down. I blew it because I didn't know how to answer his questions. And I was talking to one of my coaches and What she said to me was so amazing because she turned the whole thing around and she said, well, that just means that he wasn't the right person for you to work with. If he wouldn't even listen to you answer his questions, if he had done no research on your community, why would you want to work with him? And that instantly turned my energy around from I blew it, that was my big chance to another opportunity will come around and now I know what I don't want. You know, in the moment, I didn't have the presence of mind because I felt too flustered by his really brusque mannerisms to challenge him. 
But now, now that I've had that experience, if I were to talk to another agent who was similar, I would say, have you done your homework? Maybe we should reschedule this call after you've taken the time to learn more about me. I I didn't know to do that on my very first call with an agent. So it wasn't a failure. It was a learning experience for me to understand the questions to ask because I could have never anticipated what happened and unfolded. Now I can. Now I know better. Now I'm armed with the knowledge. Just like a baby learning to walk falls down all the time because that baby has to build up the muscles, the coordination, the body mechanic knowledge to get the skill. Why do we judge ourselves so harshly? Why are we so afraid of failure that we won't even try? And instead, we run back to the comfort zone of our rut, of our stagnation, and complain about it. I don't want that for you anymore. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to be very conscious of the negative thoughts, the yeah buts, the qualifiers that your mind starts to throw up there. And I want you to write them down. And I want you to see where they came from and that they're a story that doesn't have to happen. Rather than being in resistance, rather than pushing so hard to be busy and prove ourselves instead of letting it be easy. Embrace those negative emotions. Unpack them. Feel them. Work through them. And then do it anyway because it will bring you joy. Stay attached to the energy and the emotion that will come from achieving your goal. And what you might find is The goals you achieve might not be the ones you initially set out to achieve, but they might be even more amazing. Embracing all of what you feel, the doubts, the fears, the self-consciousness, but also the joy, the hope, the belief, the excitement allows you to access everything fully. When we numb ourselves out, from what makes us uncomfortable. When we say, it didn't really matter anyway. I don't really care. It's all right. I'm fine. We're numbing out. We're kicking the can of our dreams down the road. And the really tragic thing that happens when you're numbed out is you're also numbed out to being delighted, amazed, enraptured, passionate, excited, all of those positive emotions that are so aligned to why we want to be successful and what success really is, right? Being in our joy. We have kinked that hose. We have stopped that flow because we have blocked the things we don't want to feel. We also are losing access to the things we do want to feel. Emotions are a spectrum. They're all shooting out of that proverbial garden hose. Because some of them might be a little bit negative. We've pinched it off. As we get to the end of this year, 
as you start to take stock, take inventory, I invite you to release judgment over the things that didn't go the way you wanted them to. And instead, find the lessons. Think about the successes and allow yourself to celebrate them. If you were too busy and you just moved on to the next thing, when a big accomplishment happened, like you won a big job, or you got that raise or promotion, and you just said, yeah, but, and moved on to the next thing. Right now, you know, New Year's Eve is coming up. You plan a big celebration. You make a list of all those accomplishments, and you let yourself feel it. Feel everything that comes with having done that, whether it was excitement, pride, accomplishment, freedom, whatever those emotions were, you write them down, you celebrate, you share with the people you love what you did this year. Because I bet if you go back, you forgot what happened in March, but it was probably something really amazing. When you think about your goals for 2022, look at that list of feelings And if a goal you write down does not give you those same feelings, it's the wrong goal for you. Let it go and say, what would make me feel that way? What would be something I'd be so excited about? And then to stop yourself from procrastinating, from the self-abandonment, from the it's too hard, to stop numbing out, to stop covering it up with busyness, you start to say, how can I feel that way right now? If you have a goal related to losing weight and feeling good and being healthy, how can you feel radiant in your body right now? What are things you can do to make yourself feel good about your well-being so that you'll want to exercise and you'll want to choose healthier foods. Instead, we make goals like weight loss all about how we failed because we aren't healthy and at our ideal weight. We beat ourselves up. Well, that doesn't motivate us to do better. It only makes us feel worse about ourselves. And I'm using weight loss because it's a really easy thing to sort of see how the negative emotions rather than the positive ones can derail you from meeting the goal. So whatever your goals are, think about how they're going to make you feel and what you can do to feel that way right now and keep that momentum going so that you are motivated to make the positive choices. When you encounter obstacles You don't give up, but you keep going, you learn the lesson, and you move forward. Thank you so much for spending your time with me here today and all of this year. This was a bold new thing I started. January 4th, 2021 was the very first architecting podcast. I didn't know what I was doing. I agonized over it. That first episode took so many retakes and I wrote it out because I wanted to make sure I made certain points. But it has turned into something I so enjoy doing. It has built this community of all of you who I truly treasure and appreciate the opportunity to have connected with. I have made great new friends 
I have had the opportunity to coach so many beautiful souls and really help them crack open their resistance and take those steps to their next level. It has been so gratifying with seeing what overcoming my own fears and uncertainties and being willing to show up to talk to you, to tackle issues, some of which were pretty thorny issues, right? To be vulnerable, to share. Thank you so much for listening in this year. I can't wait to come back next week with the start of season two. I've already done some great interviews and I cannot wait to share some of this juicy inspiration with all of you. Don't forget, sign up for the Stressless Success Workshop. Again, three sessions to bring about that transformation. We're talking about letting it be easy, not being in resistance. And that is what this workshop is really going to deep dive into. So it is free. Make sure you sign up and you don't miss it. Happy New Year. Take care. Love you all. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired. (laughs)